Hey, hey, this is Elevate Life with Angie. That's me. I'm your girl. Listen, here we're going to talk about emotional awareness and personal transformation. We're going to have some fun and keep it real. We're going to stay away from shame and judgment because don't nobody need none of that. So stick around, relax, enjoy yourself as we elevate life together. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Elevate Life. I'm your girl, Angie, and I'm super excited for today. I have another guest. You guys know how much I've been enjoying having a guest with me today. I have a very special person because he is married to one of the most amazing people on the planet. Honestly, you guys who know me, I don't just say words to be nice. I say things that I mean. And Becca, hey girl. (laughs) (laughs) I have her newly, newly. They are still very much honeymooners. True, true. It is, it's less than a year. Uh, Just celebrated seven months. Seven months. Yes, seven months of blissful, blissful marriage. Yes, Yes. wonderfulness. You guys, I'm going to... Well, maybe by now you would have seen the picture of Justin and I, but when he is with Becca, I like to call him Ken and Barbie because she is just the most beautiful Barbie doll. Um, She doesn't actually, she's not like, you know how sometimes Barbie dolls can have like the bad rap, like, oh, they're trying, Barbie's supposed to be perfect or whatever. Yeah. And there could be the negative part of it. That's. None of that is Becca. She just has the beautiful blonde hair and she's gorgeous. And so when they're together, when you guys are together, I've had other friends like, they look like Ken and Barbie. And so it's true. And you guys are absolutely beautiful on the outside, even more so on the inside. And I'm super happy to have you here, you guys. This is Justin. Aw, thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Yes, that was uh, over the top as usual, by the way. (laughs) Uh, but you're but you're absolutely right. I, you don't you don't sugarcoat. You don't say stuff you don't mean. So I I, I know that about you. I've never doubted that. So I, I am very humbled, of course, that you would think that. Um, because uh, just so you guys are aware out there in listener land, um, nobody has ever called me Ken before. So um, I first thought that Angie was crazy when she called me that, and then I just learned to love her more. Not that, that you're she, wrong but, about that. Th- oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. So. Happy to be here, though. Thank you for trusting me and wanting to have this conversation with me. Yes. No, absolutely. Um, You guys, I I asked Justin to join me because I really, really know him to be um, genuinely one of the most um, emotionally aware men that I know in, in my real life. And that's what we're, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about emotional intelligence, emotional awareness, and Justin very much qualifies to be here. You, I'm, I'm saying this to you, I'm, I'm working on. So like, I'm doing that. I'm telling them about you, but I'm saying to you, Justin, like you are genuinely one of the most, um, qualified people to have this conversation and be a part of this discussion because you understand this world and you walk it out so wonderfully. And um, not not to overly put you on a pedestal, you're super humble, you're always learning and growing, but 
when I had to figure out, like, I wanted somebody to be with me on this episode and you were the first person that came to mind. Like you genuinely, like you were on, it was just fell on my heart. So I'll, I'll ask the Lord, I'll ask myself, I'm like, okay, so when I'm praying through something or thinking through processing and you just like fell on my heart. Wow. And that's, uh, Guys, I'm I'm not I I I don't have any books to plug. Yeah. I don't have any other podcast no, to plug. Nope, I don't sure have don't. like a YouTube channel to plug. Sure I, I don't. got I got I am literally just a, a regular person who just Cute. wants to make sure that I don't become an a-hole to anybody else. So yes. I care about my emotions yeah. in that regard. So the fact that Angie thinks that about me is just beyond humbling. So thank I, you. I love this what I'm saying. You're, you're, you're genuinely so humble. And I think that that's really valuable. You know, there are of course tons of people out there who yeah, they have books and YouTube channels, and that's awesome. I want to have a regular people on here. You're, he, um, you're a math teacher. I am. Yep, it's true. Yep. I can't get more analytical than that. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am a high school math teacher. He's exactly a high school right. math teacher, yep. mm-hmm. married less than a year, mm-hmm. beautiful, amazing bride. You're a regular person just like me. Indeed. Just like the people who are listening. Exactly right. And and, yeah. and that's, that's part of what matters to me because... Everybody who listens are regular people. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> I am nowhere near completion. And good gosh, there's still so much for me to uncover. And I learn and get put in my place on a daily basis <laughs> by my beautiful wife, by the way. And I mean that in a, in a great way, not in a, a insulting way at all. I learned so much. Oh, I love that. I love that. You, you guys are so, so good together. I'm going to... Becca's going to come on. She's going to be on another episode. We're already... Talking, trying to coordinate that. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll even do one with you guys together. Oh, wow. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. But no, I, I love your humility and you're just, you're, you're, you're one of the most genuine people and, um, and you're not fake, which is that those are the folks I'm going to have on here. Genuine people, teachable, you're learning, you're growing. You don't claim to know everything. Lord knows. Ask my children. They will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know everything. I'm a work in cro- progress. You guys know. Those of you who don't know me, but you listen, yes, I'm a life and wholeness coach, and I'm just as imperfect as anybody else. I'm learning and growing and um, into being a better, healthier version of myself, too. So we, we just want to have some, like, organic dialogue here about this topic. We're going to share um, a little bit of some of our experience, what we've learned. Justin's going to share a little bit of his story, and um, I just really um, hope that those of you listening really just are able to take at least one nugget, if not more, um, something that can encourage you and even empower you. I know that the topic of emotional intelligence, um, I like to call it emotional awareness. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is emotional intelligence. I like that a lot, by the way. The actually. word, yeah, the awareness word. That. Yeah, I love that. Okay. I, that's re- That wording has been on my heart. Because I think that anything starts with awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't really have intelligence in any area if we don't first know that it it exists. True. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> exactly. Right? And so once you become aware, can't claim you don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me you didn't know because now you know. <laughs> you know. Um, so so yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'll give my little drops of what what I feel like emotional intelligence is, and you can add to that, okay? Okay, perfect. Um, Love it. So, um, emotional awareness, I'm going to say awareness, guys, but 
it is intelligence. We're we're gonna we're gonna look at the awareness part. Um, I really feel like emotional awareness is the ability. It's having the capacity to be aware of one's emotions and responding to relationships in a healthy way. Now, the emotions of others and the emotions of ourselves. Yeah, totally. I completely agree with that. I would say. Um, how I view emotional intelligence or awareness. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love the awareness part too, because again, depending on where you are on your journey, yeah. right? Like if you're not if you're not aware of emotional intelligence, then yeah, you may seem kind of silly to use right. that phrasing. Right. So, um, but I would say how I like to define emotional intelligence is um, to your point, right? I like to say that it is my um, recognition, mm-hmm. uh, my knowing that I have feelings, that mm-hmm. I have feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. And having feelings and emotions is a beautiful, wonderful, God-given thing. Yes. And they're not, emotions are neither good nor bad, right? It's all mm-hmm. based off how you choose to interpret them. Yeah. And so, I mean, the real concise way that I try to narrow it down, and you asked this, um, you know, when, before we even did this. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, probably the, the simplest way for me to, just, to describe this would be, you know, emotional intelligence is recognizing that I have emotions. Uh-huh. And then at that moment, the moment I recognize that I have those emotions, I get to decide what are those emotions telling me? Because that's the story that's going to mm-hmm. live out, that the world's going to see, that I'm going to see. Yeah. And so the second that I recognize it, like you just said, have that awareness of it. Then I decide, okay, what am I going to do with these? And yes. what are these telling me? Yes. And I, and I think for a lot of people, the uncertainty of what to do or what can I do or that, I, I think that's a big part of why a lot of people don't really want to deal with their emotions or, or even look at them and evaluate them. Um, and we can talk a little bit about that um, mm-hmm. here in a few minutes. Um, but I, yeah, I love what you, what you added and, and what you shared. Totally agree. Um, emotional awareness, you know, it's like, it's key to really it, any aspect of life, any area of life, especially human relationships. <laughs> um, it, it's key to having a successful personal or professional relationship, whether it's a deep, long-lasting relationship or mm-hmm. a one-time customer. Correct. Uh, you know, honestly, it's, oh, completely agree. It, it, it's it, yeah. it really does just does matter. Um, it's caring about what's going on under the surface. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's recognizing that people are are a certain way in that exact moment in time. I think that's what's so scary mm-hmm. sometimes about emotions is mm-hmm. that first and foremost, you know, you don't actually know literally what they're telling you because they can tell you different things at different times absolutely. and they can quote unquote feel the same way. So exactly. that's very odd. Exactly. So that's just different in its own right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just what I've learned through my just journey of wanting to be more emotionally intelligent and aware Mm -hmm. um, is that, you know, every single one of us is in a different spot, Mm -hmm. right? And, and it's not my job to make sure that you're where I am and it's not my, your job to be where I am. It's my job to hold space for where you are. That is so, so important. What you just said might sound like Chinese to some people. (laughs) I wish I knew Chinese right now that I could say it, but that, <laughs> that doesn't be, work. But, that would be yeah. awesome. That would be so awesome. <laughs> Creating the space. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, oh my gosh, I love that. And you actually don't even have to really, quote unquote, create it per se. You just have to allow it, just like the awareness aspect, mm. right? Like, I mean, and by the way, allowing it, there's an infinite number of ways you can allow it. The only thing yes. I would I would add to that from just a tangible thing that mm-hmm. you can do mm-hmm. is that, you know, we, we've all had those experiences where you just get this, like, either uncomfortable or maybe a negative vibe from somebody. Yeah. And sometimes, right, at least I've definitely experienced this, where, where me creating space is leaving. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm like, yep, either either I can't or you can't be around each other right now. And it's okay for me to leave. That's that's not a problem. Absolutely. Right? And then yes. hopefully later on you get to address that, you know, in the future. And yes. guess what? If it's a person that you value and they value you, that time will come. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what you're saying right now is a part of boundaries. And you guys, if you haven't heard them yet, I do have four other episodes about boundaries um, that's what you're describing is actually having the awareness to have a personal boundaries, um, boundaries and limitations summed up in one word, which explaining something along one word is very hard for me, but with boundaries, <laughs> with for most boundaries. people it is, I don't think we can have podcasts without, with a one word, I that would work. So <laughs> one word, emotional. Exactly. And see you later. And see you later. Like those old pastors in like the 1700s, repent and I'm out. Oh my you know, god! Like, wait, that was it? Really? Okay. That's why I wasn't effective. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, yeah. Um, boundaries or limitations of what you're describing is that, and um, that's I even like it paints a picture, you know, of a a negative moment, a hard moment where there's at least two people and there's there's some sort of hardship on the table frustration anger who knows a a million different things um emotions emotions we are emotional beings yeah it's unavoidable it's (laughs) yes so many try to avoid it yes you you can try you You can can absolutely try to avoid your emotions um that would be called not human so uh, (laughs) one of the coolest gifts is is emotions and so yes they're scary yes they can be messy and mm-hmm. yes they're vulnerable and yep. yes it's unknown mm-hmm. and that's what I don't know about you but I absolutely fear the unknown yeah I think yep. uh, hopefully I'm not alone out there and so yeah when you feel something and especially when it's something that is scary or uncomfortable mm-hmm. right there's usually some investigation that would need to happen there mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so yeah, if you can do it on your own, great. If you uh, if you meditate, great. If you have alone time, great. If you have somebody, better. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. that's usually where that happens. But there's yeah, there's a lot of fear in that. And so I, I I in my own personal journey, I knew that I couldn't do that alone. Yeah. And so yeah, I had to I had to get help. You know, and so you can do that in a multitude of ways, mm-hmm. right? You can listen mm-hmm. to this podcast. Hopefully, we're being of some help and service yeah. to you. You know, you yeah. can yeah. You know, if you have a smartphone, you have, I mean, Andrew, what did you say before? You literally have, if you're just, whatever your cell phone plan is, that's your education bill right there. It is. You know what I mean? We have a free education at our fingertips. Take advantage, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I had was made a note of this like earlier in the week when I was, you know, trying to process and prepare for today. The um, intellectual 
I don't know why I'm saying that word because I can and I want to. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> the, um, it's your podcast. Yes, I can. It's my body. Yeah. I can drive if I want to. Um, <laughs> the um, emotional intelligence mm-hmm. part of our internal world um, comes from the right side of the brain. I did not know that. I I sort of didn't either. Okay. I, I'm not super acclimated in that part of like mm-hmm. I'm learning and growing actually a are you lot. saying you're not a neuroscientist but, um, is that I, what you're claiming I at know. this juncture everybody I thought I was yeah um, they, understandable they clearly thought yeah. that that's exactly what I was like <laughs> you're very humble you know what I mean it's unbelievable <laughs> yes guys um um what is um Flashing uh, alert! Uh, alert! Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. not. No. That's not what I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I did, um, did discover? Yeah, that it's the right the right side of our brain. Mm-hmm. Um, prefrontal cortex. Have mm-hmm. you have you heard, oh, like, yeah. you've heard I, that right? I know that one. You're yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. Justin is so good about like learning and growing. Like he, you love personal development Big and. Even just like the people that we follow, um, I've heard several people talk about this. Um, do you know Mel Robbins? Oh yeah, oh I know Mel Robbins. I love Mel Robbins. Yeah. She's my home girl. She we haven't met, but she's my home girl. Yeah. Um, I think she was actually the first one that I've heard that I heard talk about it, and then I did like a little bit of research. Um, I'm not trying to get too far ahead of the game either, guys. And I clearly am not um, extremely educated in this area, but but I it's a real part of our brain. The prefrontal cortex and it um it regulates the internal our internal environment of emotional behavior which is on the right side so <laughs> there you go right side yeah there's there's the educational mic drop right there that, guys, come on which which i learned from people who are smarter than me mm-hmm. um but yeah, yeah, the right side. So what up, right side? Uh-huh. Hello. We are here, right side. <laughs> to the right, to the right. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you thinking right now? Uh, well, so yeah, well, first of all, the prefrontal cortex is the newest, from what I understand, the newest part of our brain. Um, you know, back in our, you know, hunter-gatherer days, we didn't, uh, didn't have it slash wasn't developed is probably the better way to say that, honestly. I, again, I'm not a neuroscientist. Don't quote me on that at all, please. Um, it makes sense, though. But, yeah, to the, to the extent that, you know, when you, the more aware of your environment that you are, mm-hmm. right, the more aware of, you know, the, the other humans that you are. And so, to me, that is how you're able to, to your point, I love what you said, regulate. I love that word mm-hmm. um, because one of the hardest things to do with your emotions <laughs> is to regulate them. Yes. Um, I would honestly say my individual you know, hardest journey that I'm going through right now is actually trying to figure out what emotions are worthy of me to, you know, get excited about or or use to their full advantage, so to speak. So good. Um, uh, because one thing that I try to do from a regulation standpoint is I try to stay very even keel. Yeah. Um, not emotionless. No. That's not at all no, what I'm no. suggesting. Um, but just allowing, like, you know, you allow little spikes. I, I want hills, if you will, if you're kind of watching get, to get a visual. Uh-huh. You know, if you've ever, you know, when you, when you uh, get your pulse or when you, like, listen to your heartbeat and uh-huh. you just kind of go up and down. Uh-huh. That's, I just want it to be nice little smooth waves uh-huh. going up and down. I don't want it to, like, shoot up to a peak and then crash down to a valley. Yes. So, but at the same time, though, there are clearly times where, you know, we have emotions to be able to, you know, 
use that for whether it be extreme strength or extreme sadness or compassion, exactly. whatever it may be. And exactly. that's okay. It is, um, right. And it is. I don't, that one of my hardest things right now is I used to be very much a, you know, fly off the handle person, um, mm. whether it was, I'd get super excited or super pissed off about something. Uh-huh. Um, but then of course, as I learned and through this journey of emotional intelligence is that for every peak, there's a corresponding valley. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. figured out, I was just so tired. Like I would just, mm. at, at the end of a day or a week or a month, I'd be like, why am I just exhausted right now? Like I didn't like just go run a marathon. Like what am I so tired for? Oh yeah. And so then I, that led me down that journey of like, yep. why I'm, I'm not tired because I just ran a marathon. I'm yep. tired because, oh, in my head though, yep. I did just run a marathon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, that's what you're saying is so good. I experience it all the time with clients. We'll do some work on their internal world. It's always around their emotions, whether it's their emotions in the present or we're revisiting past pain and trauma. Um, And it is exhausting. It's actually exhausting. So I like what you're saying. Like, I feel like I ran a marathon because it it is in that way. It it really is very, very exhausting. Um, And the more that we allow ourselves to sort of give in to the process, it actually becomes, you can't see me, guys, I'm doing air quotes. Um, <laughs> right, Justin, yes. I'm doing air quotes. It's true, yes, yes. I am. It's, a, it's a podcast, but it's yes, a, she's doing air quotes. Air quotes, yes. it becomes easier. It doesn't become so um, overwhelming and burdensome, and I'm not making light of anything there it it's like it's stretching a muscle it's stretching a muscle Mm -hmm. it um as as we give in and we allow ourselves what am I feeling how am I being affected right now even like what am I thinking what are my thoughts right now it it really requires a lot of um self-awareness which I'm totally going to do another episode on Mm self-awareness um because it really self-awareness really is a part of the game here in, in this oh category of life you know you kind of stole the awareness from the self and added it to intelligence exactly so yeah i totally agree with you (laughs) Justin and i were just talking about triangles a little Mm -hmm. bit ago which yeah why would this math guy be talking about trying i don't know know. at all like um totally (laughs) so um so yeah 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 it's um it, it all really goes together um and yeah this is good I'm enjoying our conversation. Oh, likewise. This is why I wanted yeah. to have you on. Well, I mean, the emotional intelligence, I mean, one thing that I uh, have mentioned to, to Angie about and one of the reasons why I love her so much is that, you know, whenever she's she's searching, she's just searching for knowledge, you mm-hmm. know, just like I am, mm-hmm. by the way. And so mm-hmm. this isn't like a, oh, I don't know enough, so I shouldn't try at all kind yes. of a thing. Yes, yes, you thank know? you. Yes. And so it's... It, it's it, it's one of those things to where it's actually really easy, to be honest with you, to, to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, now, once you start to share that information, that's where you may feel some sort of insecurities <laughs> or something because you literally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's because you just started doing something, yeah. right? And yeah. so, um, you know, internally just asking those those questions that you said, like, why am I feeling this way? Or what is my body telling myself right now? Yep. Or yep. how come I got excited about that? Or how come I feel sad right now? Yep. Or what is this feeling? All those All those questions are really good. And ironically, talking more about the brain, what made me just think about that was um, your brain has to answer, has to, literally, it's designed to answer every question that you ask it. 
And if you don't, mm-hmm. and if you don't answer, by the way, your subconscious is answering it. It's searching for a way to answer it. And so one of the biggest so emotional intelligence um, kind of aha moments uh-huh. for me was when I asked myself these questions, if I was feeling sad or if I was feeling hurt or discouraged or shame or yep. guilt or whatever it was, right? Um, and I asked myself, why am I feeling this way? Or, or I think this feels like guilt. How come I'm feeling this way? And if I didn't have language, uh-huh. if I literally couldn't say it, yes. right? Then I would just let it go. I'm like, all right, I don't know. Uh, but then all of a sudden, my subconscious, I would recognize that the next time I would feel that way, like, I would have this whole story made up. Yep. And I don't know if your subconscious is like mine, but <laughs> it thinks that I'm the bomb, and it thinks that everybody else is like the devil. And I somehow come out looking fantastic, and it's never my fault. Oh, no, never. And it's always everybody else's fault. Usually the people most closest to me, by the way, there's something wrong that they've 100%, 100%. done. 100%. Right? It's always them. It's never us. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what you're saying. I think this is a common um, thing, or or it's the complete opposite. It's mm-hmm. I'm the worst. True. Oh. The, the the self judgment, um, kicking our own ass, um, <laughs> or or sometimes it's another person, like another person's words or their behavior, the way they're treating us can add add to that. But it's either I'm totally fine, they are the problem, the blame, mm-hmm. or I'm the worst. Mm-hmm. I suck. I'm stupid. I'm I'm bad. I terrible. All the all these things, and it's the to the major high and major low. Yep. And it's the lack of of balance. It, yes. Oh, love that word by <laughs> the way. The, it is. Love it's literally that word, my balance. favorite word. Oh my gosh. So much, so much yep. because. You know, and to be fair, there are times that I think both things are true. Sometimes we, no, we we are okay. The other person genuinely is tripping. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Because nobody's 100% guilty of 100% of everything all the time. Agreed, agreed. And none of us are 100% innocent of everything all the time either. Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying both things are true, I'm not saying... Um, not not the lie and the belief of I suck and I'm stupid. Not not the shamey part of it. However, there are times that it is important to self reflect and be self aware and to say, you know what, I did do this thing that I shouldn't have done. I did say something that I now realize I shouldn't have. That's just being a human. It's being imperfect. We all do it. I hurt. People that I love all the time. I don't mean to. Right. It's not my intention. Right. But sometimes we do kind of suck. And sometimes, actually, no, I am. I'm okay. I'm good. Oh, my gosh. Both things are true sometimes. Yeah, and that, and that to me was a huge... I'm so glad you brought that up because it's so easy for us to pick sides. Oh, yeah. Right? So either, either I'm the worst or they're the worst. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what team are you on? Right? I'm the worst and or I'm the best. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, and that's, so that's, I mean, that's a very logical and normal thing to do. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's just the way we're, we're also kind of wired to do that because yeah. our brain wants, wants an answer as quickly as we can. So it's yeah. easier just to say you suck or I suck yep. and that's it. Yep. And yet what's, and so, but here's the best part. We actually are able to be, to feel two things. At the exact same time. I can yep. feel happy yep. and I can feel angry at the exact same time. What you're saying, that's 
literally how I felt last night. Oh. Um, Annalisa lets me know when she's leaving work. She'll text me and say, okay, I'm getting in the car now. She's super good about that. She's a super responsible kid. Um, she She's wired like that. Well, she had texted me and said, I'm getting out of work late. I said, okay. I just figured she'll let me know when she gets in the car because she always does. Well, I didn't hear anything from her. So I could only figure, well, she must still be working. And it's like 45 minutes later. And I was like, wow, okay, well. I guess she's really working late. I didn't, an hour, I want to say it was about an hour and a half went by and I didn't hear anything after her first text of I'm getting out late. So my, the only thing my brain knew, thought was she's really working late or wait a minute, mm, is she okay? No is boy. she safe? Mm -hmm. So I called her store. She works at a retail store. I called the store, no answer. Oh, gosh. The most unsettled feeling. Oh, of course. As a mom. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm calling her phone, of course. No answer and no response. And she's pretty good about <laughs> responding, honestly. Yeah, of course. I start to go into fear mm -hmm. and worry. Of course. And... No information when it comes to somebody's safety of somebody who is so important mm -hmm. is the worst feeling. Oh my gosh, absolutely. You know, I I know it all too well, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think we I think we can relate to that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to take too long on my story. I'm taking longer than I wanted to, but about an hour and a half goes by. She walks in the door, and it's what you just said, Justin. It is happy. And angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, because I'm growing, I did not flip out on her. I am proud of myself for that, you guys. Oh, good for you. genuinely know yes. me. What the freaking uh -huh. mother F. <laughs> First, it's anger, right? Normally in the, in, the, in the past. Of course. And I'm like, honey, I'm so glad you're home. Honey, why, babe, I was, why didn't you not respond? And she said, I sent you a message telling you I was getting in the car. I'm like, I didn't get it. I, I think it actually didn't actually send or mm -hmm. whatever. Oh, she technology. didn't get send or technology, something like yeah. that. Uh -huh. So there was a miscommunication. I was angry and very happy at the very same moment. Right. I took too long to say that, but yes. Correct. I was aware of those two emotions. And that's what's, I mean, to me, that was such a, my, I mean, that literally was just such a, um, a light bulb moment for me because when I realized that it's okay mm -hmm. for, especially when I'm literally in something, mm -hmm. right? If I, if I feel anger or if I feel sad, like any negative emotion, mm -hmm. right? Um, sometimes I think people allow that to, and I've been guilty of this, where you just you sit only in that emotion only. and you let that thing rule the day. Oh, it leads everything. Right? Exactly. Yep. And, and and don't get me wrong, there's a time and place. There and, is. And you have to regulate that yep. Yep. based off whatever you have going on in your life. Yep. There's so many factors to go into that, of course. Um, but what I learned was that, oh, like, it's okay for me to be sad. And then also if I'm feeling sad that day, but I have a friend that shares a great story, right, I can also be happy. Mm -hmm. Right, I can literally do both. Like 
that was just, I, I mean, I just remember learning about that for the very first time. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, first of all, I already do that. Yeah. So it wasn't like yeah. this was like, I didn't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I was already doing this. And I bet you some of y'all are probably still doing that yeah. as well. Yeah. But having that language to be like, you know what, wait, first of all, it's okay that I can feel happy and sad at the exact same time, <laughs> right? And that's a normal thing and yeah. also a very human yep. thing. That's yep. not an abnormal. That is a normal thing to feel yep. two emotions yep. that are opposite yep. at the exact same time. Yep. And w- that just brought so much peace of mind to me. And that's one of my, I mean, it's one of my favorite phrases. Yep. I search for balance and peace of mind. Yep. And so when I hear that, when mm-hmm. I hear that, oh, I can be pissed off mm-hmm. and elated, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that just made me, like, I just sat in that for a moment, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I actually have this calmness now mm. realizing that it's okay for me to want to punch a wall and also, <laughs> like, sing at the top of my lungs at the same time. And that makes me human. You can sing like, while you're punching. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's so, so good. I heard um, somebody was telling me recently that they found out that they were losing their job and they actually really hated their job and had been wanting to leave for a long time. It's It was very steady. They had good hours, kind of decent pay. The consistency of not having the money anymore um, brought fear, but... Being super happy to be able to not go to a job that they hated was joy. Mm -hmm. So they felt fear and joy at the same time. Yeah. And I I think that's a good, that just came to my mind. I think that's a good example in giving ourselves permission to not be in a box. Mm -hmm. Everything is super happy. There are people who they just have their happy face on. Every picture is perfect and every image that they portray is perfect or then there's other folks where everything is hard and bad and sad and discouraging and everything works out and the goal is the balance correct because yeah yeah and the the permission thing i love that you just said that because um, to, to kind of piggyback on the fact that first of all we're not doctors of neuroscience or anything nope but that doesn't mean you can't give yourself a permission slip yep and i've literally heard it said by multiple uh people and um so something that has definitely helped me is I, I am a post-it note, mm-hmm. I mean, king. I love <laughs> post-it notes. Um, in fact, if you look at my desk at home, there's like seven of them, um, mainly because I love cr- uh, crinkling them up when I'm done. It's just so satisfying, you know? Like, like completion oh, of whatever yes. it is. And then I just throw it, I, then I play trash ball, of course. Trash ball. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, it oh, it's so good. It's basketball, which it's, we'll get into that. It's another episode. But post-it notes, the reason why I say this is because if I if I don't know something or if I'm feeling two extreme emotions, mm-hmm. right? I can literally and there's guys. I don't know the science behind this. I just know that it's there, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Like there is literally something to this writing something down, right? I agree. Whether it's digitally or whether it's you know, if you want to mm-hmm. yeah pen and pen and paper. Yeah. I mean, I prefer the pen and paper post-it note. Um, but, and the biggest reason why is because a lot of times what I'll do is I'll write that post-it note down and I will stick it on some place that I know I'm going to look a lot. Right. And for me, that number one place is the bathroom mirror. Yep. Um, and I will just basically be like, you know what? Like today I feel happy and sad. Boom. I'm just going to write that down on a post-it note, tangible thing, 
right? And say, it's okay to feel happy and sad. Mm. I just, it's a, I'm literally giving myself you permission, are. You are. right? And I play, I put in the best British post and those are fantastic. They stick on anything. Yep. And especially a bathroom mirror, you put it right on there and you leave it on there for as long as you need to. Yeah. And if you're like me, when you look at it and you're like, I don't think I need that anymore. It is so satisfying guys to just take it off and crinkle <laughs> it up, crumple it up into a nice little ball. Paper right? Yeah, exactly right. And then you just throw it away. And it's just like this almost like, ser- like serenity feeling. Of like, yes, I know that now, mm. and and I don't have to be, you know, re- I don't have to be a prisoner to that. Yes, you know, and so yes. once you get yourself Very permission, important. right? Like you've unlocked the door, right? You're no longer locked inside there. Yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, that's so good. Um, we avoid our emotions out of fear. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, yes. And those of us who didn't learn how to navigate our emotions in at all or in a healthy I should say in a healthy way because we all actually learn we either the grown-ups in our lives taught us one way or another correct yep. um Abby Stumble who I absolutely love she has shared shared many times that based on the way her mother's emotions were, which were always like extreme, like out of hand. It was, it was so much her, her mom lived out of her emotions and it was so much for her to deal with all the time as a child. And even growing up that she decided, well, I'm not going to um, feel emotions. I'm not going to care about them. She just made a choice that she was going to shut herself out to her emotions because she had it exampled of how unstable mm-hmm. if we care about our emotions too much, it's unstable. It's crazy. And, um, she decided to not do life that way. And, um, she shares, you know, how it did not work. It didn't help her. She's brilliant at emotions now. Yes. Um, but I think that's a true, a true thing that a lot of us, I, I grew up, seeing that anger could only be handled one way (laughs) when we're angry the only thing you do is you flip out Mm -hmm. you fight extreme aggression okay um physical violence that that's what you do when you're angry yeah it's what was exampled to me and not just by one person of course it was literally all that i seen wow i never learned Oh, like okay, this is how you feel. Like okay, that's okay if you're if you're angry about that. We'll talk to we'll talk to Evan. Mm-hmm. Those of you we are, he's just under two. When Evan feels angry, you know we're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I know this is hard for you. I know that it's it's hard. Um, and he's getting into the age where maybe he'll kind of like want to swing, you know, give a little tap to somebody or something, and we're like, oh. Yeah, Evan, we don't, when we're angry, we don't hit. Mm-hmm. We're validating, I'm sorry that it's hard for you. And I'll even tell him, even though he doesn't talk yet, I'll say, we can talk about this later if you want to. Like, I know it's not like he can walk up to me. Talk, yeah, of course. But I want him to know, like, he, there's an invitation and we should and we can talk about what you're feeling. Like, we're teaching him how to navigate his emotions, mm-hmm. even though he's not even fully talking yet. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, yeah. well, we communicate more not verbally than we do verbally anyways. It's true. So it's, true. it's the feeling that you get 
right? And mm-hmm. my Andrew always said, nobody cares, you know, how much how much you can talk at them or talk with them until you remember how they make you feel. Yeah. Right. And yes. so if is so feelings matter, but emotions matter. Yes. Right. And so it's the I think. Well, I mean, thankfully, I was. Um, I mean, I'm very, very fortunate um, and very blessed to be raised in, in a household where emotions were were talked about. I wouldn't yeah. say they were talked about perfectly by any means. Um, sure. You know, I was definitely, I can absolutely relate to your anger uh, situation where not from the physical standpoint, but definitely from the elevated um, raising your voice Verbal. standpoint. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, my yeah. quick story for that as a child was I was, I was probably nine or ten. And I remember my parents were arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. I, thankfully, it was not about me, or at least I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I went outside because it was so loud. It was at my house. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went outside and just sat down. And But I could still hear my parents yelling at each yeah. other. And that's, I, I remember I, I made, a, I made like, a, like a, I internalized that moment. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is not okay. Like I'm nine or ten years old and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is the way you're supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, I had a, I talked to my mom about that later because she was the one who, of course, came out and consoled me and said, hey, how are you doing? And um, I just knew at that moment mm-hmm. that I was like, "There's this is, this is one way, right? Mm-hmm. But I, there's got to be another way. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to yell mm-hmm. at each other. And so thankfully, my mom, um, you know, God bless her, she's very emotionally intelligent. I mean, she's a therapist, so that kind of mm-hmm. helps. Um and so she has. She was definitely a model for me. Yeah. Um, and my dad too, by the way. Um, I mean, Abraham Lincoln always said, you know, we all, we learn from everybody, and mm-hmm. sometimes, and most of the time, what we learn is what not to do. Oh yeah. And and that's okay, by the way, because that's yeah. still learning, nonetheless. Yeah. And uh, believe it or not, I I can happily admit that I'm at a, a healthy enough relationship with my dad where I can say, Hey, Dad, remember when you did this one thing when I was 11? Yeah. I learned not to do that. Yeah. You know, and and yeah. thankfully we have a good enough relationship where he's like, he recognizes too. He's like, That's yeah, so that probably wasn't so the great. smartest thing, but here's why I did it. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I hear you, Dad. I mean, that was 14 years ago, so no worries, water under the bridge. But yeah, when it comes to that anger, like realizing that it's more important for for feelings and emotions to be validated. Absolutely, absolutely. That is a huge, huge part of this, and it's validating somebody else's Mm -hmm. emotions and validating our own. And I just don't even have enough time to go into all these things because that ability to validate ourselves, um, I think I know on one hand people who know how to do that. Oh, And I know a lot of people, uh, I might be exaggerating. Okay, maybe two hands, honestly. You and Becca are two of them. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. It's hard to do. It is it's, hard. Let's not kid ourselves. It guys, is. this is not something that you just wake up one day and you're like, hey, I know I'm angry right now, so I'm just going to tell people I'm angry and then life is going to be great, you and, know? Yes. And I and this is these are skills, actually, to be learned. We are not born with the ability to do this. Um, like, we're born being able to breathe and swallow and blink we are not born with emotional awareness and emotional intelligence. We, it is something to learn. And um, I just want to encourage anybody listening, if you did not learn about these things growing up, like I didn't, I did not learn it. Mm-hmm. I, I learned it as an adult. 
um, it was introduced to me and I fell in love with everything in this realm. Emotional intelligence, what? What does that mean? I never heard the two words used back to back like that. Right. Yeah. You of know, course. and and so I just I had people around me to teach me and then I dove into learning this this part of life and I'm just have fallen in love with it. But I want to encourage people that if they have not learned about it or if they didn't have people in their lives growing up and maybe some of you don't even have people in your lives now who know how to validate your emotions. Maybe when you're hearing the words validating yourself you could be thinking what in the world are you talking about honestly it could be such a foreign concept to you um but i just want to encourage you if you're hearing this and this has not been a part of your life it can be if you want it Mm -hmm. it it really can be you you have access to so many things at your fingertips Mm -hmm. you can learn about it and you can grow and um it's it's hard when we realize I didn't have this growing up. Oh, big time. I yeah. just um, had a session with somebody and they were saying how my dad didn't really teach me anything. They said he was nice. He was never mean, which is awesome. That's so great. I just, that was, I, it's powerful. He's like, I don't ever recall my father ever literally raising his voice to me. That's so, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely. However, he never, whether it was practical things, basic skills of anything, his dad never taught him anything. And it is hard to realize these things. It's hard emotional work. It is hard. Mm -hmm. This whole concept, this journey, learning about these things, growing in this area, this is not easy stuff. Oh, gosh, And and we we know that, you guys, Mm -hmm. for for both of us. Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, you, you, I love what you just said about once you realize it, right, and how, um, you know, when you, you learn something... And the first thing, especially if you're an adult, if you're if you're over the age of 30 years old, right, mm-hmm. and you have not heard of this before, mm-hmm. um, you know, you may be thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm screwed. What's going to happen here?" Right. Right. And uh, the the most important word I want you guys to hear here is that it's a skill. Yeah. Anytime you hear anybody mention that something is a skill, mm-hmm. that means that it is something that you can improve upon and that is accessible to you to get better at. Yep. And so it is 100% dependent on you yes. to get better at that skill. Yes. Um, but it's not this innate fixed thing. No. We're not saying no. you have to be six foot tall to do this or no. you have to have yeah. new eyes to do this. Yeah. We're not saying any of that stuff. We're yeah. saying this is a skill that you get to craft at. Yep. And so one thing that I just, I love um, what, about my wife and I can talk all day about her, obviously. Yeah. Um, is what and what you just mentioned though was that she's very good at, at giving herself grace for oh. not knowing things, right? So good. So like I'll mention something to her and she has no problem now. It's almost it's actually like a little like it kind of catches me off guard because mm. like I'll be like. Like, and it's not emotional intelligence, but we'll just, because we're talking about this, yeah. I can use that as an example. If I'd be like, hey, Bex, like, you know, have you heard about emotional intelligence? She might literally look at me with the most sincere eyes and sincerity, sincerity in her voice and just say, I've never heard that word before. Yeah. You know? And she's like honest and okay and actually shockingly comfortable awesome. with that acceptance so that good. like, you know, where if, and she will openly tell you, she's like, if you would have told me that three years ago. 
I would have crumbled. I would have felt ashamed. I would have been uh-huh. like, oh, well, I should I should know this. How come I don't? Yep. You know, and then that goes into her with her parents because she says, oh, yeah, maybe I didn't learn that from my parents sure. because they didn't know. Exactly. So I can't be pissed at them or I can't be, I can't right. feel, ash- I can't feel shame for myself because they didn't know, right? Because yep. if you yep. don't know what you don't know, I mean, what's supposed to happen with that? Exactly. Right? And exactly. I, that is like, talk about emotional intelligence. That has been, yes. I think, from a growth standpoint, yeah. I learned that a lot from her. Awesome. Because I will say right now, when somebody tells me something that I feel like I should know, right? Yes. Especially for, I mean, I'm a teacher, right? So yeah. when they teach me some new teaching technique, um, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I feel like I should already know that. Or I should be doing that. Dang it. Why am I, why am I not doing should, that? And I want to beat myself up. Yep. And it's like, you know what? Wait, hold on. Have I heard of this concept before? Because if I haven't heard of something before, mm-hmm. I can't hold my previous self accountable to that. Yes. Right? Yes. And yes, so it becomes yes. full circle where it's like, okay, great. Do I believe this is relevant? Okay, if mm-hmm. I do, well, then now I, ha- I have a new skill mm-hmm. that I have to mind at. I have to literally you know, keep beating at it. And eventually it's going to make sense to me. Yep. And unfortunately, the only problem is, and you and I both know this, we can't tell you when that will be. Right? It might be tomorrow. It might not be for 10 years because the good Lord it's didn't true. make us all the same it's in true. that regard. And right? we're all different people. We're all wired different. We all think different. We have different backgrounds. Um, our The way we learn is different. Some people go quick in into something. Some people move a little slower. And so... Um, that's, that's just even the beauty of life where we don't have to compete and we're, we're actually not even created to, to do that. I, I like, we're not against each other, not against each no. other, like yeah. being a, a better version of ourselves or mm-hmm. like, I've tried to stretch my vocal range. I'm not doing it to compete with my neighbor who also sings. No, I'm. Not at all. I'm doing it for me. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an individual. Mm-hmm. It's an individual thing. Um, you just said I sh- should do this. You know, there's there's that temptation to to think that or believe that. Mm-hmm. And um, the word should is so shamey. Mm-hmm. So shame. Oh my goodness. Well, I should do this, and I should have that by now. And by now, I should have known that. It's just so connected to shame. And isn't that an awesome feeling, the shame? You know, oh my so gosh. It's, just, it's the oh best. My like, gosh. It's, the, it's, you know. <laughs> oh. Well, that, I mean, that's, I think that's where the negative connotation or the, the fear of sharing emotions comes yep. from. It's, yep. it, it, is, it is rooted in shame. Absolutely. You know, because, and to me, the biggest. For me, the biggest reason why it was so shameful um, about emotions, thankfully, was not the the standard, you know, um, oh, I'm a guy, I have to keep my emotions, you know, suppressed or I can't show them. Thankfully, that was not the case. It was it was way more of I literally didn't have language to express how I was feeling. Yeah. So I mean, I guess everybody knows I'm mad or I'm angry, Uh right? But then that's. I would just leave it alone at that as opposed to, okay, but wait, but what's the root cause of that? Where else is this connected? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and so you need other people. We need each other yes. in order to do that. Yes. And so that comes from a place though, of being able to create that space. Yeah. What we talked about, you know, at the very yeah. beginning here yeah. of allowing, 
right, that space to happen. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, when my wife comes to me and she says, hey, I, 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 okay, how was your day? And she's like, it was terrible, right? Ten years ago, five years ago even, I would have been like, oh my gosh, let's go do something fun. Let's, you know, fix this. Let's whatever, mm. you know, or quickly tell me about it. But then let's, you know, let's, I want to fix it. Mm. And and I've, what I've learned, right, and again, this was part of the growing skill that, I, that I've taken from this, is that it's more valuable, not only to me, but also to the individual that I'm with, in this case, my wife, where if she says, hey, I've had a bad day, I'll say, tell me about it. You know, just, I, I want to, all I want to do is just sit here with you and mm-hmm. I just want you to process with me mm-hmm. what it is, mm-hmm. right? And, and just be a sounding board. That's it, right? And then you grow back and forth with how that works and how that relationship and dialogue goes. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's realizing that having a bad emotion or having a negative emotion is okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make no. you an evil person or no. a bad person. No. no. And so that, that just was such a freeing thing to me that, yes. like, even though I don't want to feel anger, I don't want to feel shame, I don't want to feel, yeah. you know, that I'm hated right. or something like that. Right. That, but just having that emotion, though, is okay. It really is. Um, what you're describing and how you, um, if, if she's saying she has a bad day and you're you're offering her to process it with you and talk to you, what you're describing is um, emo- you're being emotionally available. Mm. And... Everybody needs that. Everybody wants that, whether whether they even fully understand that or not. Honestly, I I, I believe that's true. Um, and a lot of this information, like if the the concept of doing unto others as we want that done to to me, yes, loving your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. um, th- these type of things. How can you love your neighbor if you don't if you don't even love yourself? You know, I mean, Agreed. there's so many there's True. so many things. True. Um, being emotionally available to someone else, being um, having empathy towards towards somebody, um, mm-hmm. understanding ourselves. I mean, it's it's very there's a, there's a lot of different avenues that that we could take, and um, I. I'm gonna, we're going to have to wrap up here yeah. in a minute. And I think we're going to have to do we might, no, yeah. another episode because I think we're unpacking, which is really important. We want to discover. We want to unpack. We want to look under rocks. Correct. Um, oh, I love that analogy. Yeah, flip them over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn over all the turn, rocks. Turn over the rocks. Yep. And, and that's that's needed. And I, I know that there's a variety of listeners. Some people are going to listen to who are so good at emotional awareness. They're just, they're, they're so, like, like mm-hmm. Becca. She is one of the most emotionally intelligent people that I know in my life, which is why she's one of my dearest friends, because she is that. Yes. She's that to me. I'm that to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's that to me, too, by the way. She, well, yeah. Hello. <laughs> and I'm very course. grateful, by the way. <laughs> very, very grateful. She teaches me that. And I'm like, I feel like I feel like I sometimes am like a bull in a china shop when she's like, hey, did you notice that? And I go, well, yeah, kind of. She goes. Yeah, maybe just be a little more subtle or just a little more. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's fine. They're good. And she's like, I, I might not want to do that. And then I'm like, so she, I mean, again, like the calibrating, like the the, the, um, the regulation, regulation is very much something and, that she does very well I, for me. I love that because you're like, you're open. You guys, what we're, what we're talking about, like this is what healthy looks like. 
she's genuinely, do you know how many people they won't let somebody else like say, hey, I noticed this thing or, you know, when this happened, like, can I just share this with you? Um, whether it's somebody who doesn't want to have the courage to mention the thing, whether it's the person who doesn't want to hear it, they're not approachable or right. they get offended at any little thing. Like th- this is what healthy looks like. Um, this is what healthy looks like. So you're, you're open, you're, you're, you want to hear what she's saying. You understand the value of what she's bringing to your life. And this is actually what healthy marriages um, should. Ideally, a healthy marriage, this is what's happening at, in a healthy marriage, um, that there's open, open dialogue. And when she's saying, hey, maybe, maybe chill out next time, right, basically, right. in mm-hmm. my, in my sophisticated wording. It's true. Um, She's being a she's being emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. She she's being aware of hey when this thing happened this is this could be an effect of that or mm-hmm. that that type of thing. Um, well, one phrase that I love um, with that is that it doesn't matter um, who is correct. What matters is what is correct. I love it. I love that. And so one thing that I why I do that is or why I say that I should say is because like it, it's very disarming to. Anybody around me, uh-huh. when I inform them, if they, if I say, say, maybe I literally say like, I don't say a fact. I guess say something wrong. Uh-huh. Then they will literally come. I can let them know. I'm like, guys, I don't care if what I said is is correct or incorrect. I care what is correct. So if you think that what I just said is not correct, so let's figure that out together. So good. And so that to me allows more of a dialogue to happen with that individual or with a group because then. We figure out we grow we grow together. We grow that together. Way, you're you know? talking about iron sharpening so, iron. Yeah, you're there talking, you go. I mean, what you're mm-hmm. saying it's it's humbling. It, it's rooted in self awareness, humility, being approachable, wanting to learn, wanting to grow. The, the, this is why you're qualified to be on here, brother. I'm <laughs> telling you. you thank I'm you, telling thank you. you. You guys, I feel like we're genuinely just scratching the surface. Like I, there's stuff that I even wanted to share today, and I didn't even get to it. So I just. I have to have you on again. It's super fun to see you all the time. Oh, thank um, you. You're one of the most funnest. Funnest. Yes, you said yeah. it. it's okay. Let it go. Yeah, just people, let it go. Yeah, people mm-hmm. <laughs> that I know, and I um, and I just enjoy seeing you at any <sighs> any time I get to. I never see you actually without Becca. That's this is true. Um, I think this was so the second time we've ever seen each other, just the two of us. I so. think so. So um. Yeah, we're going to do part two, you guys, um, and we'll give you a little more practical. Um, we'll share a little bit more stories and give some practical um, ideas and suggestions. And, hey, if you're listening to this, me and Marisa did something silly on the last last one. She said, if you are if you listen all the way till the end, make a comment and say, and she had them say, broccoli is nice. <laughs> we were talking about boundaries. She's just silly and hilarious yeah, of like course. that. Okay, yeah, so yeah, Justin, yeah. if somebody is listening all the yeah. way to the end, yes. they can respond on um, social media and mm. they can, we'll give them a shout out. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, what's the shout out? I needed to mention Stephanie and my mom and Anna. Shout out. Oh, y'all, they go. said broccoli was nice. So um, they get their <laughs> shout out. Guys, so Justin, what, what, what should they say? Oh my gosh, what should they say? Um, wow, this is, you put me in anything, the spot Like here. literally anything um, you want. Gosh, uh, how about, how about um, the sun is hot? The sun is hot. There it is. That's that's the quote, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This has been so fun. Um, so awesome. Thank you again, Justin. And listeners, as always, um, just want to remind you that you are strong, 
and you can do hard things. Bye. Bye.